Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hi, this is Christy Walsh with Surfing the Psychic Waves, and welcome to the 19th episode on Inflow Radio. Today, we are talking about surfing with monsters, and we've looked at different energies over the last many weeks about sort of clearing up our space or making room for new energies to come in. But sometimes we get stuck on just different energies that sh- continually show up, and uh, it can be frustrating, and uh, it just makes us scared at some point, um, where you don't really want to clear off the energy. You just don't even want to look at it. So that's kind of the energy that I'm calling monsters. And usually it has to do with our own interpretation of energy, sometimes things that we have imagined, and we keep imagining the same scenario happening, and it becomes this energetic monster, and it's just sort of sticking there uh, in your environment. And the other thing that can crop up is a lot of control energies or judgments that just sort of hang in the air. And so uh, today we'd like to see what we can do about surfing with these monsters instead of uh, sort of rejecting them or resisting them or just not even ignoring them. At some point, uh, we want to interact with uh, these energetic thought forms and let them go. Let them go create something somewhere else. And so that's kind of what we're talking about in this show today. And we're going to look at a couple of different areas. We're going to look at our uh, workspaces, whatever that is for you. Um, if you're in the creative arts, that could be anywhere. You could be working anywhere. So if there's a particular uh, sort of work type situation that you want to imagine, you want to think about that now. The other place we're going to look at is our uh, own homes, wherever that is. And you don't need to be in your house to do this work. You can work remotely. So uh, the other thing we're going to do in this show is kind of look at uh, energy um, using that tool of remote viewing. And we've kind of done that in other shows. I just haven't really called it out. Um, But usually when you're uh, working with energy, Um, You are either in your body, out of your body, above your body. You're looking at energy or imagining energy that you may not be uh, physically in at the moment. So you kind of are already doing that. Um, The other uh, place we'll go today besides work and our homes is just kind of on a personal space. We're going to just look at the different layers of the aura um, and... Uh, kind of look and hunt around for any monsters that might be lurking there. And uh, the good part about Inflow Radio is that I get to share this with you and you're not alone when you do this. Um, and so uh, in the moment of crisis, sometimes it's hard to uh, identify exactly what psychic tool you're going to use and you start just kind of grabbing things out of the air, which is great in that moment usually. Um, but you can do a little preparation work, which is kind of what we're doing Um, with the show. So uh, the first thing we want to do is establish a safe space. So in your workplace, in your home space, and in your own personal 
body aura, I'd like you to identify what that safe space is. And so in your home, for example, a lot of you out there have crystals. A lot of you out there have different uh, pieces of jewelry that you really like to see or wear or you have in a drawer and it's just very uh, special to you. Uh, You want to think about those kinds of objects that you value so much And it's kind of like your personal relationship with that object. And so some of us have like your go-to crystal for whatever. Um, But what we'd like to do is to identify now, if we get scared in this exercise, where are we going to go? And so you can just jump into that crystal or you can put yourself in the middle of that, you know, lapis lazuli bracelet or whatever that special piece of... um, jewelry is or the object is, you can identify that now. And so we just want to be able to give ourselves an out. So if the energy gets too much, we have somewhere to go. And most of us as being psychic, sensitive healer types, (laughs) um, it's not always easy to just walk in, look at an energy and know what to do with it. And sometimes as we kind of unravel an energy in front of us, uh, we come up with our own pictures and energy about what that other energy is, is doing to us, interacting with us. Like, what does that other thing mean to me? And sometimes our interpretations um, get in the way. Sometimes where the monkey mind starts uh, going off on a tangent. And so we just want to be able to have a safe space where you can crawl into that crystal, that piece of jewelry, so you can just Relax, gather your energy again, and then come back to the exercise. Um, So that's one of the things we're doing in this show. We are establishing safe space. Uh, Some of you know this is Sanctuary. We've all seen probably Hunchback of Notre Dame, that movie, uh, cartoon, or otherwise, where, you know, there's somebody running into some church screaming sanctuary. So whatever that sort of concept or location is for you, we want to have that at the ready. So we've already identified a crystal or piece of jewelry um, or some other object in your house that you're going to climb into. I have a little pyramid here um, that I use every once in a while. And then in your workspace, uh, some of you may or may not be working from home, um, but there might be, you know, a pencil cup you know, a computer bag that's kind of off in the corner. There might be some other object that you just kind of leave around your workspace uh, that, that you know, you know it's, it's part of your, you know, work kit, but it may not be an object that you use all the time. That if a meeting got too scary or coworkers are just freaking out, you could just go climb in there. So sometimes having a sense of space, a sense of place, and that sense of belonging just really allows you to calm down, gather your energy, and kind of get back on track. I think uh, with the energies that have kind of awoken in 2019, we're seeing a lot more volatility, I think, just in our day-to-day interactions with people, where you could be having a very nice conversation that turns completely upside down, (laughs) that you never saw coming. And so we don't want to really... hide out forever, we'd like to be able to move our way through those kind of experiences and not be all messed up. So uh, in the workspace, you know, that volatility is certainly there. Um, And 
it can flare up at any time. So if you have your uh, safe area where you could just give yourself a time out, <laughs> even energetically, you could still be in the meeting, but spirit wise, you're, you're in your computer bag that's under your desk. That's fine. At least you have a place to go. And the, the best part about this is that you're not being forced out of an energy or the energy of the room, you're like, you know what? I don't like this energy. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to go hang out in this other uh, bag underneath my desk, for example. And then the last piece that we're going to do is we're going to actually find a place within our bodies. Uh, It can be in the aura. It can be, uh, you know, a psychic space within the body. Um, You can use meridians, chakras, You can use the body organs. There might be, there's many different chambers in the heart, and we have not had that show yet. One day we will, we will tackle the heart space and that heart chakra, but there's a lot going on with the heart and there's lots of other chambers uh, that you can climb into. There's also places within the pineal gland in the sixth chakra that you can also climb into. And uh, in most of the shows that where we've uh, kind of talked about psychic tools, we've talked about uh, climbing into your sixth chakra or climbing into your seventh chakra. There's also an eighth chakra that I've used a couple of times, um, but you do have many sort of outlets just within your own body. Um, you can uh, jump into the cerebral spinal fluid. <laughs> we had a chiropractor on the show not too long ago, and uh, you know it's a great system. It it. Uh, you can move around in there. You can check out other parts of the body, hang out there while some other uh, energy is going on on the outside of you. So uh, there are ways to sort of gather your energy and go somewhere else just within your own own body. So, okay, uh, I think we're kind of ready to go here. And so uh, what we're going to do first is we're going to clear off the work energy. And when we uh, sort of bump up against... Um, these sort of energetic monsters that hang out in the workspace, they're usually hanging out not because of the creativity, but because there's conflict. Um, and uh, if there's conflict, judgment, and kind of like the, the lower forms of emotional expression, uh, it, they like to multiply. And so imagine a workplace where somebody got a little thread of creativity and somebody else added some creativity and added more and added more or maybe uh, they added abundance or they added you know more dollars to a big sales pitch or whatever whatever if it was gravitating towards the positive side that would be great but that doesn't always happen and sometimes we're forced to uh, you know create things at work in the middle of a bunch of other energy other energetic monsters and they can be left over from another company that was in the building before it could be uh, monster energy that's coming from a business that's next door and they're in a panic about something and it's just starting to gravitate over to your energy uh, in your workspace and so we want to look at things in the workspace uh, like windows structures you know windows and doors um, you'll hear fire engines in the back. <laughs> so if you're near like a police station or a fire station, um, you know, you want to think about the sounds that you hear when you're in the workplace and around the workplace. We want to think about things like cars and, and parking and, and areas around the workplace that can cause that conflict. And I'm not sure if it's just because we have this Uranus energy happening in 2019 that's sort of changing. 
Um, but there is definitely uh, this idea that it just takes somebody to just light a little match of um, conflict or anger or that was my parking space. Just that just sets off this like chain reaction. And so what we're trying to do today is just to go look at the monsters that hang out in the workplace and uh, make some changes, invite some of these energies to go somewhere else. We want to open up the space so we can show up in this workspace where there's more room for you to be there. So as we all kind of work on ourselves, do meditation, get some more healing skills or other psychic tools kind of under our belt, it's like you're kind of tapping in to a greater part of who you are. And so imagine if you could walk into that workspace tomorrow no matter what's going on and there's more of you that shows up uh, only good things could come of that so okay this is what we're going to do we are going to just take a deep breath and we're going to settle back into ourselves and we're going to just kind of settle back into that space behind your eyes we call it the third eye or the sixth chakra and you can imagine a movie screen out in front of you where you're going to kind of look at all this energy. And for some of you, that doesn't seem so comfortable. And so you might want to just climb up on top of your head, that crown chakra. And you could just think of this as more of a bird's eye view approach where you're kind of looking over the landscape and you can see energy from there. And for some of you, this is, you know, colors, full blown, you know, images and descriptions of scenes and stuff like that and for others it's just impressions so whatever that is that's totally cool and so as we settle back into those spots I'd like you to just imagine connecting to the sun and in this exercise we're using the sun because we need that vantage point we want to imagine ourselves that we are sitting on the sun right now we might not be exactly on the sun surface. We might be a little bit on the inside of the sun. There's a lot of other energies moving around out there. And as we think of ourselves sort of being on the sun, outside of our body, we get this viewpoint of the earth from far away. And the sun is a great energy to amplify energy. But we're going to be looking at monsters, so we don't want to amplify that. <laughs> Not yet. We want to amplify other energies. But what we want from the sun in this exercise is the viewpoint. So you're far away. Whatever is going on at work, you are far away. And you're in a neutral position. The sun has to be neutral because it's sending out energy all over the universe. And it's not being decisive about Mars gets this much of my energy and Earth gets that much. It's not like that. It's like everybody gets the sun. So that's what we want. This neutrality of just looking at the energy. We're not trying to judge it. We're just trying to look. So as we sort of notice the earth out in front of us, I'd like you to just start to zoom forward towards that workspace, wherever that is on the globe. Your workspace might be connected to other, you know, folks around the globe. You might see a little network kind of pop up. If you notice energy, any energy around that. 
that's fine. We can come back to that in a little bit. But what we want to do is kind of settle on the outside of this workspace. Maybe just the entrance, maybe the back parking lot, somewhere outside of the workspace. You might notice kind of the geographic location, big trees in the area, mountains. Are you close to a water source? You just kind of want the geographic sort of information to show up. And if you kind of notice this energy, it's a workplace. People kind of come in and go in. There may not be a whole lot of energy there, but you still have a lot of space. So any energy that you might notice that has kind of a, a twist to it, or it kind of stops, like if you're looking across the landscape and you kind of notice that your viewpoint sort of stops at a different location, we want to put that energy, whatever it is, it doesn't even need to have a color, we want to put it in a rose and we're just going to ground it to the earth. And the earth's going to take care of it for us. Sometimes uh, folks in the workplace throw around energy because they're doing stuff. There's lots of stress and lots to do and whatever the day is going to bring. And that creation of that energy, you know, somebody else on another part of the world might need that. They might need a big boost of that, like, hurry up and get it done energy. So we're going to let the earth take care of that. So as we kind of keep looking at this landscape of the workplace, we are outside of the workplace right now. We want to just sort of notice just any other areas that there might be where the energy sort of stops. There's not a a smooth sort of area that you're looking at. It's like, oh, oh, like what is up with that tree? I'm not sure. Let's put that in a rose and blow it up or ground it to the earth. And when I mean blow it up, not the tree. I just mean the rose. (laughs) So when we use this sort of rose uh, idea, what we're doing is we're allowing the energy to collect into that rose. It'll ground into the earth and it just dissolves. You can imagine it dissolving or you could just imagine it just like blowing up right in front of your face. That's okay too. Okay. So before we enter the workplace, we still have this connection with the sun going. So we are using that solar neutrality to kind of walk into that space. But before we do, we want to identify where is that safe space in your workplace? Is it like the pencil cup? Is it the computer bag? Uh, Or is it some, is the coffee maker? (laughs) Whatever uh, kind of object you'd like to hang out in, in case things get a little rough, we want to identify that now. We don't need to go there now. You just need to pick out a, a source of sanctuary in the workplace. So once you have that down... We want to to sort of bring that solar energy in and around us. We're still in the sixth chakra or seventh chakra for some of you. We're going to just walk into the workplace, just sort of walk around. We're not really interacting with any uh, physical energies right now. We're just noticing the energies. 
We're not noticing the exact uh, physical representation of people, but we might notice some of their energies in different areas of the building. And we're kind of using the structure and the physicality of things just to sort of give us a, a, like a marker or a placeholder that we're just observing. And so as you observe this space, you might have multiple floors. You might just be on one floor right now, and that's great. You might notice a, a big staircase that lots of people are going up and down all day. Maybe that's a, a source of energy that sort of gets stagnant or stops. There's not a flow of energy. I'd like you to just sort of notice these spaces in the workplace where the energy isn't moving. It can look like a gray, smoky energy or more of a certain type of color. Or it just might be that uh, viewpoint as you take a look, the work landscape, that the energy just sort of stops. So I'd like you to just notice one of those areas. We're going to let a rose out in front of us, collect that energy, and we're going to let the rose connect to the center of the earth. You might want to notice other meeting rooms in and around that workspace or where uh, folks sort of congregate. Maybe there's a little kitchen, maybe a lunch table somewhere. And just sort of notice that there might be some leftover energy. It may not be in present time. It might be the energy of old meetings that you can just put into a rose, connect that rose to the center of the earth, and just let it dissolve. Great. I'd like you to just notice that you still have the solar energy around you. And as you just kind of walk through the workspace again, I'd like you to just notice any sort of energy that seems very spiky, kind of like a porcupine, a little stabby. Again, we're looking for the energy that's not flowing anywhere there's inertia where you just kind of look at a certain area of the workplace and it, you, it just doesn't kind of resonate. There's almost an absence of energy. I'd like you to just notice a couple of those spaces. You're going to let those energies get collected into a bigger rose. We're going to ground that into the center of the earth. There you go. You might just want to notice any other areas where there's uh, maybe all the creative types are sitting in one section of your workspace and maybe the more engineering types are sitting somewhere else. Um, So if you've noticed the energies of kind of who's doing what type of activity and where that sort of congregates. I like you to just sort of notice that energy and notice any energy where uh, you're noticing 
you know, thought forms or maybe these sort of clouds of energy around the different spaces. We want to let that, those sort of blobs of energy, just dissolve into a rose out in front of you. And you're going to connect that rose into the center of the earth. And the earth will take care of it. Okay. So if you notice, uh, there's been a little shift in the workplace. And so what we'd like to do is use some of that solar energy, and we'd like to fill it up with something new. So the sun's always doling out that nice, warm, creative, fun energy. And if we just use that energy today to fill up the workplace, imagine what could get done later today or tomorrow. So I'd like you to just imagine that you have all the solar energy in your hands. And you're just letting it release from your hands as you sort of remotely walk through this workplace. And it just is going to where it needs to go. You don't need to think about it too much. You just want to just let that energy flow and go to where it needs to go. The sun's really great at lightening up dark spaces. So you don't need to worry about it. You're just being a conduit. And as you sort of walk this workspace again, I like you to just sort of come back to the outside of the building. And I'd like you to just use that same solar energy and put it all around the sort of space around the building. If it's a building. Maybe above the building. So more new ideas could come in to that workspace. And any of sort of the nature aspects around the workspace, you want to let that sort of be infused with solar light as well. Great. Okay. So I'd like you to just zoom out a little bit more as we kind of come back to the sun. And as we're sort of sitting on the sun now, you can actually drop into the solar light a little bit more where you're actually kind of inside the sun. And I'd like you to just notice that your hands are still out, and I'd like you to just receive some of that solar light for you. Okay, so I'm going to leave you guys here for a little bit. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to do some more. This is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on inflowradio.com.
hey, I would love to hear what waves are surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 1-760-456-7277. Hi, we are back surfing the psychic waves, and in today's show, we are surfing with monsters. So uh, in the first part of the show, we looked at the workspace and uh, looked at a couple of energetic monsters there, and uh, now we're going to move to the home space. And so uh, lots of you are very mobile. Um, you might have a, a home space, a, a big house, you're part of a building, uh, maybe you're couch surfing right now. It it doesn't matter where you are, but where, wherever you're calling home, uh, that's the space that we're going to use today. So what we are noticing is that sometimes uh, we have uh, these interpretations of energy or these imaginations around uh, a certain aspect of energy and uh, these sort of judgments that we sort of bring in and around us, and then we just sort of leave them there. Um, and so in the home space, uh, because it's kind of all your stuff, you have, you know, different objects that are uh, important to you. Um, sometimes uh, certain objects are getting more attention than others. And so you can have uh, these sort of energetic monsters that are hanging out in your house, and you're not really paying attention to them. And then one day, you know, you kind of bump into that thing, whatever that is, and it brings up all sorts of memories. You're having flashbacks of something. So uh, what we'd like to do is sort of clear off uh, some of this monster energy in your house just to give you more room so there can be more view in your house. And so uh, we want to sort of um, move the energy from being a pastime type of monster energy to something more current. And so we've talked about present time in the past uh, which is kind of a funny way to put it, but we've in other shows we've talked about what present time is, and so um, one of the easiest ways to move energy around is to be in the power of now, which we've all heard about um, this idea that there's nothing more important than the energy you're in right at this moment, and then you just sort of go to the next moment, and then that piece of energy is the most important. And so what we notice with this sort of monster energy of these old past things all over our house is that it's not, it's dragging us back. It's not pushing us forward. And so we want to clear off that monster energy in our house. So uh, how we're going to do this is kind of like the other uh, exercise we did earlier. Uh, however, um, we're going to establish a safe space in our house. And so uh, what I mentioned in the beginning of the show is that we're looking for uh, crystals that you might use all the time. Um, I have a giant sol- selenite, can't even say it, uh, wand. It's, it's kind of like a log. <laughs> it's not that big, but I can hold it in my hands. But uh, it's like a log. Um, and so I just climb in there. Um, you, it might be a piece of jewelry that you have that is very special to you um, that might have a really big gemstone that you could just crawl right in there. Um, any other object uh, you want to think of, I have a little pyramid in front of me that um, I use quite a bit. So what we're trying to do is establish a safe space before we go hunting for these monsters. Uh, in the workplace, it's a little bit easier 
because there's only part of you that's going into that workspace usually. It's not 100% of you. But in your home space, you're closer to like 90% of you is in your house, you know, when you're in it. So um, there's more of you in this energy. So uh, there might be more monsters. We, we don't know. We got to go find out. So um, I'd like you to just identify what that object is. And if things get too rough in this exercise, you know where to go. You're going to go to your safe object. You're going to crawl inside there. And you're just going to hang out for a little bit. So when you identify the safe space, then it's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm brave now. <laughs> There's no monster that's going to be bigger than me in my own house. So uh, it just kind of is a nice sort of way to move the energy already without even looking for the monsters. Okay, so you've got your safe space. So now we're going to move a little bit further into this energy. And uh, some of you live in different uh, types of dwellings. And so we can just take one floor for right now. And wherever you are in your house, and if you're not there right now and you're listening to the show, you can imagine that you're in a certain room in your house. And just sort of let yourself sit wherever that is. And you are going to settle back into your space, into the sixth chakra, which is behind uh, your eyes. We call it the third eye sometimes. Or the seventh chakra on top of your head. One of those two spots will usually feel pretty good to you. But one of the things we're going to do in this exercise is we're going to allow the crown chakra to be a sky blue. That energy of sky blue, just it's like... Well, the sky. <laughs> no, just kidding. It, it just opens up the space that uh, you're very neutral. And that color gives you a certain sense of certainty and sovereignty. And we are talking about your house in this exercise. So we want to be um, top banana in this area of the house. Great. So as that sky blue sort of settles in above your head, you can just let that be in and around you like you're in your own sky blue bubble. I'd like you to just notice just the different sorts of energy in and around you. The different objects. Maybe you have sunglasses somewhere. Maybe there's crayons over there. Maybe there's computers, some other chairs. And I like you just notice the objects. And just notice if there's any sort of charge or a disconnect kind of energy as you kind of look around your room. You might notice a place in your body where this is already kind of affecting you. So again, we're using that sky blue energy on top of our head so we could be as neutral as possible. So since we're already in the energy of the home, as we're looking at this energy, we're going to ground into the earth this time. So from the first chakra down to the center of the earth, we're just going to establish a really nice tree trunk of energy. And that connection to the earth might be encompass your whole aura too. That's fine. 
And as we're just grounded, I'd like you to look around that space again, of that home space, and just notice any other sort of charge you might see. And as we do this, any sort of corner of a room, maybe there's a drawer that you're kind of stopping on, like, why am I looking at that? Um, it could be a pillow. It doesn't really have to be an object of significance, but anywhere you're noticing an energy that seems to be a little stagnant, I'd like you to let that energy flow into a rose that's out in front of you, and we're going to connect that to the center of the earth. We're just going to clear off that energy into that rose. You can take that rose and actually, you know, walk it around the room with you, collecting other energies. That's fine. You also might want to kind of clear off any of the energy that uh, comes in through the windows. Any attention energy, any sort of thought forms. Um, On some of the dining room tables out there, there's been a lot of heated discussions over things over the years. You might want to clear that energy off. Just any place in this room in your house. That just has energy that's outdated, not in present time. Great. So I'd like you to put out another rose out in front of you. And I'd like you to send that rose around the perimeter of the room. Just kind of like the middle section of the room. And then we want it to kind of circulate at the top of the ceiling of the room all four corners, or however many corners you might have. And then I'd like you to also do the floor of the space with that rose. There we go. And I'd like you to just ground that rose into the center of the earth and let it dissolve. Another area of the house that gets a lot of attention and a lot of energy thrown at it is your front door. So wherever that front door is for the dwelling that you're in, I'd like you to imagine being in front of that front door with a big fat rose. We're going to let any of that energy that might be yours or someone else's just flood into that rose. And we're going to ground that rose into the center of the earth. Great. We just want kind of a new way to have energy flow into the house. So instead of any of that old energy, it can just be fresh. Fresh, new, bright energy. Great. Okay. So uh, we're going to come back to that space, um, that original room that you were in. And I'd like you to just put a cobalt blue rose, like really deep cobalt rose in the center of the room. And it's going to suck out any other energy that's not yours in that room. 
We don't really mind whose energy it might be, but we're going to let the earth take care of it and send it back to that person. So we're not even really minding that it's there. But we're just going to let it flow into that rose. And it's just going to ground to the center of the earth. We're using this cobalt blue color because um, it helps us focus. It's like we mean business as we clean up our monsters. <laughs> okay, so I'd like you to just notice that you can come back to that space in the center of your head or the top of your seven chakra, the crown chakra. And I'd like you to just look around the room again if there's any other areas you'd like to uh, move out of that space. If there's any, you know, sort of electrical devices or other type of mechanical contraptions, there's some sort of machine that you always fight with <laughs> in that room, I'd like you to just ground the machine, but also let's have any of that energy uh, that might be floating around, sort of the electronic and machine sort of objects. We want that to just flow into a rose out in front of you. We're going to ground that rose into the center of the earth. There we go. All right. Okay. So, uh, we'd like to fill up this space now that we've sort of moved energy around. There's more of you that can show up in your home. I'd like you to put a little bit of energy out in front of that front door and a little more energy in this uh, space that you're in in your house. And so that energy I'd like you to draw up from the center of the earth. And this energy can be anything. It can be anything that earth's created. It can be... Um, a forest. It can be an ocean. It can be a mountain. So when people come to your house or come into that room that you're in, do they feel grounded and welcome and safe? So you can pick out any of those kind of ideas. And you can allow that energy to start to flow into that room. I'm really kind of attached to my redwoods, so I use them a lot. And then out in the front door, I'd like you to just put a, a couple of other pieces of that same energy out there. Okay. All right. So let's just come back to our space in the center of our head. We're going to take a little break and we'll be right back and we'll do some more, some more monster work. Okay. Thanks. Hi, this is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on inflowradio.com.
Hey, I would love to hear what waves are surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 1-760-456-7277. We're back surfing the psychic waves, and in this show, we've been surfing with monsters. So we've looked at uh, monsters in the workplace, monster energy in the home space, and now we're going to get to our personal spaces. So before we do that, what we've been doing in this show is sort of identifying uh, your sacred space, uh, wherever that is in the workplace and wherever that is in your home. But when it comes to your own uh, body and aura and sort of energetic makeup. I like you to just sort of think about not too, not too much, but just right off the top of your head, uh, where would you go if you got really scared right in this moment? Would it be somewhere in the center of your heart? Would it be somewhere deep inside the brain? There's a lot going on with the pineal gland. Um, I certainly have hit out there for a long time. Um, there's uh, interesting things on top of the head in the A chakra, like uh, kind of above your body. Um, there's a lot going on with uh, the spine and uh, different bones of the spine. Um, so any kind of body organs or um, body systems that you might want to hang out in, if you were to go hunting for monsters and you got really scared, where would you go? Okay. It sounds like we're kind of all there. So uh, whatever that sanctuary, sacred space is, that's awesome. You can use it from here on out forever and ever. Uh, You can also change it anytime. Um, But for today, we're going to use the one you picked out. And so what we're going to do in our personal spaces is that sometimes uh, we feel a little off and maybe not as energetic as we would like. Or maybe people are talking to us in a way that is not really who we are in the moment. And you're like, that was me three years ago. I'm over here now. So when we're not quite matching up uh, the inside with the outside sort of presentation of ourselves, sometimes there's just energy hanging around. That's not us anymore. Uh, Sometimes it is foreign energy. Like it's not your particular energy. We also create monsters ourselves. And so sometimes when we've been through a pretty rough Uh, kind of set of circumstances, we start to create a response mechanism, psychically speaking, to whatever's happening, whatever could happen. It's like we get this whole like protocol set up of how we're going to handle energy in the future. And sometimes we outgrow it and uh, we can clean that up. We can let those monsters go. So it might have served a purpose. So when we're looking for energy today, you might notice like you might be a little attached to any of these little monsters we find. Um, But that's okay because it's energy. We can always create more energy. We can let energy go and we can replenish. And so um, for many of our psychic selves, our sensitive souls out there, um, you might be super brave, but when a certain energy hits... It could be anything. Uh, We're also really good at splitting ourselves apart. Uh, It's like a a super psychic, you know, superpower. Because if you can do that, then no one can really find you and you're safe. So um, instead, what we're doing today is we're using our uh, sacred 
uh, space within ourselves. We're going to use that instead of break ourselves apart. And we're going to move out some monsters. So let's get into that space behind our eyes in the sixth chakra. For some of you, there's a really big movie screen out in front of you. It kind of goes in a 360-degree kind of awareness, like a theater in the round. You can use that. Uh, some, of you, some of you out there feel really good in the seventh chakra, top of the head. That's kind of like a bird's eye view of what's going on. So I'd like you to just sort of notice a image of your body kind of out in front of you. And I'd like you to use a cobalt energy, cobalt blue energy, and we're going to just sort of um, toss some of that energy, this cobalt blue energy, just out in front of us, like onto that little picture of the mini you out there. And I'd like you to just notice where there's any sort of spots that just kind of come up, like there's energy that just kind of fades away, energy that gets stuck there, or maybe some of the cobalt blue energy goes right, you know, right to a certain spot. Maybe it's in your aura, or maybe it's in your body. So I'd just like you to notice where those spots are. And I'd like you to just put... Uh, an image of a rose out in front of you and any of that energy that we want to clear off, any of the energy that might seem stagnant or slow compared to the other energy moving around out in front of you, any of the energy out there on that little mini you that might seem like inertia. Any of the energy that's out there on that mini you that might look like a color that you wouldn't normally work with. For example, I just don't work with the color red. I like red, but I just don't work with it. But fuchsia, oh yeah, that's one of my colors. So just notice if there's any other energies out there that you could release into that rose. It can be in sort of the aura area of that mini you out in front of you it might be a chakra that you're looking at it might be a body system okay so I'd like you to just let that rose connect to the center of the earth and it will just dissolve okay so the next thing we're going to do, as you have your mini you out there that's looking pretty bright and shiny right now, I'd like you to just imagine that in your hands you have this really dark royal blue purple energy. Royal, yeah, it's like a blue purple. Um, it's very deep kind of color. And I'd like you to just sort of toss some of that energy at that mini you out in front of you. And what we're doing here is we're looking for the old stuff. So where is the kind of the older energy thought forms that are kind of hanging out in your space? Are they in your aura? Are they on the top of your head? And that's kind of what that purple energy sort of shows you. And whatever that energy is, I'd like you to imagine another rose out in front of you that's just going to collect any of those spots on that mini you out there that's ready to release and go into that rose. We're just clearing it off. Great. 
Okay. So as that just sort of dissolves that rose, I'd like you to just notice that uh, you can fill up even more. So in that little mini you out out there of uh, that example of you out there in front of you, I'd like you to just imagine a golden sun above that little mini you, and I'd like you to just let that golden sun release that solar light in and around your aura and your body. And it just starts to filter through. And we just have this image out in front of us just so we can kind of notice how the space gets filled in so quickly and so easily with the solar light. And so any places there might be some lurking little monsters, that solar light's going to take care of it. Okay. And you can just sort of notice that you're still in the center of your head. You can let that image of yourself out there just sort of dissolve. You could just come back to your space. So there's no sort of um, limit on how many times you can do this. Um, sometimes we notice we clear some stuff off and then uh, sometimes you find other monsters. So what we've noticed today is that you can do a couple different things to move through the energy. And one of them is to identify a place that's your sanctuary space. And once you kind of do that, you give yourself this sense of belonging and you have a place to go. And so it's an alternative to sort of splitting yourself apart in the middle of something very dramatic and chaotic out in front of you. So hopefully today, between the personal space, the home space, and the workspace, um, we kind of cover the bases of where these energies sort of hang out and what you can change about them. So I'd love to hear your experience with this and uh, let you know. Um, you can uh, contact me at surfingthepsychicwaves at gmail.com. So thanks so much for tuning in to Inflow Radio. Up next is Venus Andrecht, and after that, Summer McStravick. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.